Hello everyone, I'm Arushi from Sportscom, bringing to you the fourth episode of the IPM Sports Podcast. Today, we have four NBA and basketball fans with us. Namit, IPM's passing big man, post player with towering height, large wingspan and a defensive force. Piyush, our upcoming point guard and an NBA enthusiast who has firm opinions that the big man's supremacy in basketball should end. Archal, one of our best players on the team with amazing ball control and court vision. She is the perfect point guard for the IPM Goals basketball team. Next is Tejas, our Sportscom's very own athletic point and shooting guard. A sharp shooter from behind the arc with great slashing and shooting who is remarkable at bringing the opposing defense down. And lastly, I, your host for today's podcast, I'm a decent shooting guard who is eager to join the IPM basketball fam. In today's discussion, we will be talking about our panelists' opinion and their favorites playing this season. We all know that the 1920 NBA season was cut short due to the pandemic. This season has been much more awaited. I'd like to know the team you guys think will back the cup this year. Uh, let's start with Namit, considering him our big man. <clears throat> hey, so um, I believe that uh, the Los Angeles Lakers are going to be the one to win it all this year. Um, so according to me, they are the best team in NBA right now. They have a lot of new additions, uh, which has given them a lot of uh, speed and uh, much more confident shooting. So I believe that they are the ones who are going to win this year. Okay, I think I do agree with you, but uh, let's see if Archil has a different opinion about it. Yeah, so I also share the same opinion because, see, Lakers were champions last year. So, in order to make sure that they were back-to-back, they couldn't be staying in right? So, they had to continue to make up upgrades and it was pretty obvious that they've done so. Because they've acquired and as well as lost a few players this summer. And According to me, one major addition which will be good uh, for them this year is the addition of Dan Schroeder. So, he had a fantastic 2020 season, averaging 19 points a game. And as far as I know, one of the problems that the Lakers had last year was the lack of a shock creator outside of LeBron AD. So, I think Schroeder will fill that place for them this year and they'll be even more deadly and unpredictable. Okay, so let's see if Piyush has a different take on this. Yeah, allow me to differ here. I mean, okay, the Lakers are okay, the Lakers are stacked with superstars. But the team I feel that will win the cup this year is definitely the Clippers. Like, they have recently uh, brought in Serge Ibaka, who is like monumentally better than Montreal Harrell. And then they have also traded Landry Shamet for Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard is a better dribbler. So, I think Clippers will win the cup this year. Okay, so we have a contradicting opinion here. Uh, let's see what Tejas has to say. So, now I will go with Piyush here. And it is becoming a two-on-two year. So, I will also go for Clippers. They have a complete team. They have a good defensive and offensive mix. Uh, the two superstars, Y and Paul George, are, are great at both of these. And no one can say that Kawhi's defense is something that you can't uh, miss out on. Uh, Paul George didn't have a good year last year and that led the Lakers to take the cup very easily. But this won't be the same. Clippers have the team that is needed to win a championship and I'm pretty sure they will do it this year. They also have that pressure on 
and that chip on their shoulder that they need to win this year the fans are on their side everyone is cheering for them and they they have that pressure and they have that guts to win it all uh yeah, yeah definitely this should be the revenge season for them this this could be the revenge season. okay so i need to say that the los angeles clippers what they lack is experience they lack experience of people playing in playoffs they do not have enough players who know how to win uh, a game a series how how do how do you win uh, the best out of 5 the best out of 7 people need to know how to do that and lakers with lebron james and anthony davis and mark gasol have a lot of experience under their back which which will come in hand eventually ஸ்டேட் roster that had played in the finals for the last 5 years they had that winning winning mentality and the experience to win it all still wahi took his team uh, the team that hadn't seen finals in years because uh, in the last decade and he got them a championship so wahi has that paul george maybe he hasn't had the best luck he's always the mean one he's getting the last shot on his head but still I'm pretty sure that he's he has that revenge fire in him and he wants to win it this year. He has been awesome this season. Games he has played, his shooting is up, his productivity is high. And they have almost three players shoot they have like the, the they have is ridiculous. Uh, the key they could they have three reserves scoring almost over 15. They have five six players who are scoring in double digits and that too in high double digits. With Kawhi and Paul George scoring almost 25 around 25 and and the thing that i guess lakers lag uh, lag that i think clippers will get um, a benefit while playing against them is their defense lakers do have defensive personnel but still clippers is made for defense their point guard is the best defensive point guard out there paul george is known for the defense why is a defensive champion for the last few years and even their big men are known for their grit and strength so they won't really have a free roam around the paint area so i'm pretty sure that clippers will give a good good fight so it will be close but i'm going and i'm siding with the clippers this year okay so uh, namit do you have something more to add to it do you have something that uh, when people say that lebron james is losing productivity what they they want to say is that LeBron James is just not getting old and he's just aging like fine wine. He's played 700 minutes this season. That's the most by any other Laker player. And uh, so if you look at it, Dennis Schroeder is the second guy with the most number of minutes. If LeBron James and Anthony Davis can uh, can actually uh, like uh, steamroll this entire thing and win the entire series, don't you think it would not be that surprising because we kind of expected it from them uh, whereas clippers i don't think they and i don't think they have good shooters i think that pat bad player i believe paul george is the only one with actual uh, accurate shooting whereas 
Lakers has a bit more confident lineup this year who they players don't uh, hesitate before shooting much. So you have Anthony Davis as always, you have Dennis Schroeder, you have Kyle Kuzma who's been pretty good the past few games. There's uh, KCP doing his thing and Wesley Matthews who's actually a very good shooter and has uh, provided much more depth as compared to the 2020 Lakers which uh, relied just on the powerhouse LeBron James and Anthony Davis scoring. Yeah, but like saying LeBron James is doing a lot of time on the court this year or the last season, uh, isn't that a bit counterproductive to what Lakers want to achieve? If LeBron is spending too much time on the court, isn't he exhausted for all the vital fights? Right. But I have not seen him exhausted for any of the vital fights. He's he's given uh, he's given it his all. He's averaging what 27-7-7 this season. Is 27-7-7 not enough? for any player to be declared as one of the best players in the league right now. I mean, you could say that Steph Curry would have been uh, a better scorer than LeBron James, but injury hit him. It is not worth his favor. So, I do believe that LeBron James is going to be the one who's going to win, win it all this year. Maybe even the MVP this season. MVP isn't that a stretch. MVP, I think it should be Damian Lillard. Like, he has driven Portland for the larger part of the year. And he's preparing Anthony Davis for the fight. But still, that lack of uh, shot taking strength and everything shows. At the end of the game, in the last five minutes, the visible tiredness is there on LeBron's face. And the and the thing, uh, LeBron's team is, LeBron is so powerful character that every player on his team will look up to him. And if LeBron feels that tiredness during the end fights in the finals, in the last few minutes of the finals, then that might take the team back. So, LeBron being the best player on the team might even hold them back. Yeah, exactly. LeBron is not playing for the Lakers. The Lakers is playing for LeBron. Their playing style is... What you both are saying are yeah. actually... I don't understand. Each other. If you teams. say that Lakers are playing for LeBron and then you tell that LeBron is the one who's passing out the ball at the last second so that the young players get a clutch shot. Every player does, and that will show too. So, uh, what I, I believe is what Ben they just said that uh, LeBron James uh, looks visibly tired in the fourth quarter. Let me tell you this Lakers have not lost a single game last year, uh, last season, a single game where they were leading in the third quarter. They've outscored every single opponent of theirs in the fourth quarter, and this has been because of LeBron James' clutch shot abilities. If you think you will outscore them in the fourth quarter when you are exhausted and they are just running around. But Patrick Beverly is a, is a dog. He's like, he will run you out of your mental and physical strength by the end of the game. And if Lakers are in a situation where they have to come back in the fourth quarter, yes, they are capable of that, but it will be tough. And the point is, if things are so close, even a glimmer of weakness will, get, will decide who gets the championship. And the pressure. Lakers did win it last year. That was well deserved. But that exhaustion, they played almost than Clippers. That's somewhere around that number. And that exhaustion also shows. So, with more and after a championship, the team tends to go a bit relaxed. So, they don't have that chip, they don't have that pressure on them that they have to win it all this year. Whereas Clippers, they're drastically be, uh, below the mark they expected them to be. And that pressure will push them to get the last winner. I can't, can't finish this fight. I'm always going to go for LeBron and I'm going to go for Clippers. So, 
we are uh, yes um yes i agree i don't think we can come to consensus here so uh, let's move on with our discussion um yeah sure okay. uh now uh, let's just get to know from our panelists what do they think are their favorite team and uh, the best player just a brief of it only uh what do you think is uh, your model player um archer Yeah so after all this discussion I will like to say again that LeBron James is uh, my favorite basketball player because he is the best basketball player and that's the only reason okay it feels good so uh I don't understand why people are you know again again arguing arguing about it so he's top to all time and even when the odds are near he finds a way to come through huge I mean we were debating about it he's bigger stronger and a much better floor general than what he is okay so i mean his attitude determination and discipline these traits that i have you know seen him i've seen on the court so far in his career he has won loads of team and personal accolades he has won multiple nba championship titles nba mvp titles and i mean i can't even I I don't even know where to stop. So season after season he still remains highly prolific and efficient. He performs better than players much younger to him. So this speaks volumes about his, you know, consistency. I mean, I can't wonder how he maintains his con- consistency. No matter which team he plays for, he always chips in with match winning performance. So I know he has had his lean patches and periods of lows but largely his career has been very consistent so far and I look up to it. So I am amazed by how he never gives up and he is my uh, you know uh, favorite player and obviously because of that Lakers yeah, I, is my uh, favorite team. Just... Uh, so I would say that LeBron oh, James is a very versatile player. He uh... he knows when to do what and his game style has changed a lot if if, if you've been uh, following him since his days in the heat or in the cavalier before heat so if you look at it lebron james earlier used to be a more, more of a person who would clash into you just to score but nowadays he's become uh, the player who looks for spaces and uh, would rather go with a layup where he could draw a foul than dunk on a player and posterize him maybe so i believe that lebron james has uh, become more of a more of a team role player i guess who would who would play the role player role player with lebron that is all time player i get it i get it in some sense but uh, he's 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 definitely become the playmaker he's definitely become the man okay so i i really like his stance uh, but let's go forward and ask uh, fuse what do you think so going back to the previous question yeah. uh, i'd say my favorite team would have to be golden state warriors and favorite player of course like everyone should have guessed it by now steph curry uh, the way steph curry has changed the game cannot be ignored he has literally like revolutionized the game he had he has made the three points line look more valuable he has changed the game into a more long shot type rather than going in and fighting in with everybody for the ball and golden state warriors is a brilliant team they have a good defense good offense and they can hold their fight very well so that's my choice okay and tejas what do you say yeah so i think uh we have very similar opinions so we say the same team wins and and i also 
my my favorite team is also warriors and with that steph curry is also my favorite player but before that there are two play, three players i guess who who motivated me to play basketball or changed, like made me love the game very much so to talk about them as well so the first player was manu ginobili so he wasn't the best the players most athletic or he was neither of that he was just a old guy he was not old but he looked old he didn't have that hair density or all he was a slender guy but he used to come out of the on, out of the on the bench and then he used to change the play style completely he, he was one of the best players on the spurs and led them to championships and his presence meant a lot even with tim duncan and um, tim duncan one of the best centers he he had that presence of the team his play style was amazing he was a he, he introduced euro step so something that harden made famous he was the one who started it and he was one of the most revolutionary game not as much as steph curry but one of them to change the game and make it more below the rim so not very athletic but uh, more accessible to everyone else and someone similar with equally great passing was um, rajon rondo the way he passed the the the, the uh, sparkle in his passes was too much to get me eyes off him and he was like the best player i saw when i used to see the highlights and these two players made me play basketball with much more fervor and enthusiasm and when i started and of course these are the players but when i started playing watching nba it was in 2014 15 and at that time warriors was the team with all the highlights and everything and that of course made warriors my favorite team and steph curry the best player and even if i say what uh, my i have modeled my game so i try to be like steph curry which is not at all possible but that what that's what i practice and try to be like so okay that's great tejas uh, so we have heard many contradictory opinions and uh, also some similar one so now moving on to our last question for the day uh do you guys think that the game style has changed in the past years and uh, has it affected nba to some extent uh piyush what do you want to say about it yeah definitely the game has changed a lot like uh, i mean i'll i'll sound like an old nba guy who played back in the 90s when i say that but the game has become more softer milder right because uh more physical interactions are not now uh, are not necessary uh there are rules against physical aggression too much aggression uh and the game has also changed a bit a bit from fighting for the ball to who shoots better right and again uh going back to what i said before uh steph curry revolutionized that he brought in the three point line as a good consideration and nba recently even tried out that four point line thing in that uh all star game right it was the all star game so they tried out the four point line so all this is due to a single man steph curry and the game is changing the game is keeping in pace with the times yes so namit uh, do you have anything to say yeah so i would agree that uh, piyush is that the piyush says that the game has changed but i believe that the fact that we are giving uh, more importance to uh, shorter players who can shoot better and big men who can get inside the paint easily is is, is wrong okay the big men have a lot of advantages okay so um, they they have the size advantage right so they can uh, move in they can drive the ball in and when there's a foul you get a three point chance you get a two at least a two free throw and the other team gets a personal foul so um 
I do believe that centers need to be played more. Like if you look at it, the way they played uh, Dwight Howard or the way they played uh, Shaq O'Neal, very few teams in NBA actually play the centers. If you if you look at Nuggets, if you look at Jokic, Jokic doesn't play the big man role. He plays the playmaker role. He plays what play. He doesn't he doesn't drive inside. He doesn't push the ball inside. What uh, what Embiid does or what Clint Capella does. So I do believe that uh, centers can actually uh, form the game as compared to uh, Steph Curry shooting. Steph Curry is a different man in himself. So it's like. If you compare Steph Curry shooting threes and uh, some random center, you would definitely want Steph Curry to shoot. But if you have a powerhouse center, your team would do wonders in game as compared to just shooting from outside the line. What Namit and you said was factually correct. So both of them are right. Steph Curry did bring three point into consideration, and now shooting big men are a thing. And like now, the big men can shoot better than the three pointers of 1980s. So that. But what is forward and still not visible yet, but will be visible maybe in five or four five years. Is big men who can slash, who can shoot, and are point guard. So now the game is not like point guard, shooting guard, point forward, and center. It's point guard, point guard, point guard, point guard. So it's five point guard on the court, but with very high and a bit different. So everyone is now a passer and a shooter. So Ben Simmons. one of the best example for this who is now bringing that change is a 7 or 8 i guess yeah 6 10 i don't remember well but a very tall point guard earlier you can't imagine a point guard above 6 3 but now he's a 6 8 point guard who can pass above the play above above the mid so that is something that is coming in so all the players like uh, sergey baka and all these these are players who can handle the ball get in make a shot for themselves or for their teammates and shoot so now every player is a threat on different levels so earlier it was like okay you you have a scouting report this is a shooter this is a passer and this is a slasher you don't have to imagine other things okay if you are going near ray, ray allen now he's going to shoot if you are going for derek rose he's going to get in the lane so you have that defensive mentality and you have that uh, clearance i guess in your mind that what you are how you are going to defend it but with five people you can do it all the game has evolved to a different level it's like five six eight guys who can pass rebound shoot everything so a 65 doesn't have the place steph curry is really on a different plane he can just make everyone dance around and look silly but that's that too skillful reyang is someone who is following that line but people if let's imagine ben simmons doing the same now if let's say people in their 6 7 8 start practicing dribbling the same way tyri and tepery did in their schooling i don't know what monster of a player will be born so i'm looking forward to that play style with everyone uh, running from the screens and taking shots getting in and all of them succeed so that's something that i guess nba is moving forward to and in few years i guess that's what we'll see okay that's a very interesting opinion and new perspective that you brought into the conversation uh arjun what would you like to say so my understanding of how the game has evolved is very simple and similar to namit and piyush uh ka opinion so basically earlier in the 90s according to my understanding the game was driven by the big men right so the average used to go to 90s or something 
uh and people used to look up to these players but as already namit mentioned uh the play style changed and you know shorter uh, shorter people started playing in the teams and one actually so slowly and slowly uh three pointers earlier were not very common now they have become common now the game is moving faster offense has increased so much so let's say the opponent made an attempt and missed so earlier rebounds were taken by the big man and the game used to move slowly as as in the offense was usually made when the defense was ready but now players do not get the time after a missed attempt to be in proper defense so players are faster in offense and the number of basket counts have actually gone up thank you archil for the detailed analysis that you brought to the discussion so on that note let's conclude our discussions now Big thanks to the panelists Namit, Tejas, Archil and Piyush for being here today and to the audience for listening in. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Stay tuned to the IPM Sports podcast for more such interesting discussions and debates. Goodbye and take care.